coming this evening. Uh, somehow our Canada translator people are not here. Sister Dan? Alright, praise God. So thanks. We're going to just go on. Thank you for coming through the distance and all these factors, but so good to see you. Amen. Today we want to uh, proceed in our study with uh, the word that we've been learning for some time along the lines of the wisdom of God to choose properly, to make the right choice on a daily basis. Amen. And we noticed that from Proverbs chapter 3, you know, um, that it's a blessing. The person is happy. The person is blessed when he desires and follows after wisdom. Amen. The person who goes and finds wisdom, gets understanding, that man is blessed. That man is happy. Hallelujah. Amen. And then what happens is, he says that the benefit of it is better than that of gold and better than silver, better than any other precious thing. Amen. So notice there, there is a gain in, in seeking after wisdom. And it's better because the Bible says, verse 16, it will add unto you length of days, riches and honor. Hallelujah. How about that? You're going to get rich, you're going to live long, and you're also going to enjoy honor from God. God will promote you, God will honor you. Hallelujah. Amen. And we've been spending some time, almost two years studying this. So I believe that part of the result is what we have here today. Amen. Praise God. So whatever you're seeing today, even if you don't understand it, it's the honor of God. It's God doing the right thing. God is doing and doing what He said. Amen. So you have to have long life. You have to have good day and you have to get well. God's way. Amen. You don't have to cheat anybody. You don't have to steal from anybody. You don't have to force anybody. Hallelujah. You will get it the way God said you will get it. Amen. And that's what we want, isn't it? We want to get it the right way. Hallelujah. So, as we have been studying, uh, maybe you have uh, read, today is the third, so maybe you read Proverbs chapter 3. How many of you read Proverbs chapter 3? Yeah, it's a good thing to follow it like that. And if you notice there, it says, Let not mercy and truth forsake you, tie it around your neck. Did you notice that? Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, tie it to your neck. See that? like a chain, like a necklace. And then he says, write it upon your heart. Amen. Let's hear that in Canada, please. Hallelujah. See that? So he's giving an instruction to put it on your neck, to write it in the ta tables of your heart. The only way that you can do that is according to the book of Psalms. Psalm 45 says there that your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Amen. Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So you, when you are speaking the word of God, your tongue writes it in your heart. Amen. Let's hear that also in Canada. Thank you, sister. She's doing a good job. 
Psalm 45 and verse 1 Kirtana Nalwatayu First verse, amen. I'm getting it. Hallelujah. Yeah, verse 1. It says, Hallelujah. So it's the tongue that is the pen. And you're supposed to use your tongue to write on the tables of your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. When you do that, you see the results. What's the result? Back in Proverbs 3, you notice it will give you length of days. It will give you good days. It will give you honor. See that? Proverbs 3, back to, I mean Proverbs uh, 3, back to verse 3 or so. Notice there. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. The result is the next verse, verse 4. Let's see what he says. You will find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 5 also. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Then verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. And then it goes on like that to verse 9, which people use uh, for offering most of the time. Trust in the Lord, you know, honor the Lord with your substance, with your giving, and then your presses will burst out, oil will come, you know, wealth will come. Praise God. All these things are correct. So God wants to give you life, He wants to give you favor, He wants to give you honor, He wants to give you wealth. Amen. Can you see that? So you should say it to yourself and that's how it gets written in your heart. That's how you're going to fix it around your own neck. Amen. And then you will profit. You will see life. You will see blessing. Look at uh, verse 1 of Proverbs 3. My son, forget not my law, but let your heart keep my words. Amen. Verse 2 says, Length of days, long life, peace, shall they add to you. Amen. So you see, he said it again and again. You want these things, this is the way to do it. Let it come out of your mouth so it will be written in your heart and then you will see the difference. You will see the change. Amen. So don't forget this. This is the only way that God works. You cannot substitute it. You may have gifts in your life. You may have anointing in your life. But if you don't do this, you will not see personal change in your life. You may be able to help others, but for your own life, to have honor, to have wealth, to have a good name, to have money, and to get the blessing of the Lord, to live long, you have to do that work. Amen. There is some work. And so, not everybody likes to do the work, because work is work. Hallelujah. Work is, is not easy. How many of you know that work work means you have to do something? You have to say something. You have to read some things every day, every day, every day. If you want the full testimony, if you want length of days, riches and honor, you have to do it. You cannot shortcut it. Amen? That's why not many people have it. So I want us to not forget, you have to pursue these things. You have to write it. 
on your own neck tables. Praise God. It has to be there. Otherwise, you will not get the full testimony. You may have money, but you don't have good name. Hallelujah. You may have money, good name, but you don't live long. We want all three. Hallelujah. That's why we're studying these things. That's why we're going on and on and on because I want all three. Hallelujah. And I believe you want all three. Amen. Without cheating somebody, without calling, forcing, without any such thing. Amen. God's way. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why we are here today and that's why I'm, I'm still studying this and you know, still going on. Praise God. Now, let's, let's go forward. Notice he said, in your heart. These things must be written in your heart. The heart is the place where everything happens. Your spirit is born again. Your spirit is just like Jesus. But there's a part of you that is also called heart. But it's not just your spirit alone. It's your deep thoughts. It's your own thinking. What goes on between your two ears. That is where everything happens. So we have to know how to handle that area. Otherwise, we won't see the testimony. Amen? And that is the workplace. That is the hard workplace. In fact, it's so hard, the Bible calls it war. It is actually a battle. It's actually a fight. There is a fight going on between your two ears. Amen. So in 2 Corinthians 10 and over there in the fourth verse it says, The weapons of our warfare are not come, but they are mighty in God or in God's way. They are mighty. They are mighty pulling down strongholds. Amen. Let's hear that in Canada also. Sorry sister, we're giving you a run. Now, Ah, I like that word, Kortegal. Amen. That is what strongholds are. Kortegal. Some things have been built around our mind. Like Kortegal. You know, hallelujah. They are being built and we have to pull those things down. That is a lot of work. It's actually war. Because they are trying to build on your head. They are trying to build some cortes on your head. They are trying to put some structures there. And take your life. Hallelujah. So you have to be doing that constantly. Otherwise, things will be built there. And they will build what they want. Who? Thoughts. Thoughts will go here and there. They will build up themselves. You know. And put you into a place that you don't have a testimony, that you don't have length of days, riches and honor. So you have to fight against it. As long as you are in this fallen world, there's going to be thoughts building up to cancel your testimony, to cut your life short, to take away from you, to destroy your name. Hallelujah. So you have to build on this. You have to constantly be working between the two ears here, those thoughts, those images, those understandings that are trying to creep up and build over your life. Hallelujah. That's where the work is. So, honestly, it's war. And when you're fighting, things are so serious. Have you ever watched soldiers? You know, they, they don't, I don't think they have a bar. I don't think they change their clothes. I don't think they bother about so many things. Amen. I think their shoes will be on their feet for ages. And if they take it out, maybe their flesh will come out. I don't 
You know, I just don't know how they live in war time. They live inside holes. They are dirty. They are smelly. Nobody's brushing their teeth. I think they are not bothered about anything. Amen. Because it's war. And the Bible says we are also involved in war. But you know, take a bath. You know, brush your teeth, shave, clean up. That's all fine. Amen. Hallelujah. But the war is in a place between your ears, inside this place. And the weapons God has given you are so powerful, they will bring down the cortex and give you your testimony. Length of days, riches and honor. Hallelujah. But you have to do that. You have to fight against any other kind of thought. You have to literally be on guard, on station, 24-7. Hallelujah. It's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of war. It's not just binding and screaming at the devil. It's what goes on between your ears. That's where the trouble is. So that with the tongue, you have to write certain things again and again and again. And mount up things against those uh, bulwarks or those cortex that are coming against you. Hallelujah. So he said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, are not natural, natural kind of guns, AK-47, Kalashnikovs, you know, SAM missiles and grenades and things like that. No, no, it's not like that. He says these things are mighty through God. In God. Hallelujah. They pull down, they dismantle the thinking that stops you from receiving Length of days, riches, and honor. Hallelujah. So we saw 2 Corinthians 10.4. And notice verse 5 now. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself, please come, against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let's hear that in Canada. Amen. Praise God. That's exactly correct. Ella Yochenegal. Ella Yochenegal. Every single thought. Amen. Can you imagine how much work that is? If you have to catch every thought. Ella Yochenegal. You have to grab them by the ear and put it down. That's a lot of work. How do you do it? You have to talk from the word to those Yochanas. Hey, Yochana, listen and tell it. Praise God. Can you see the Kelsa in that? How many people will do it? Very few people. Because it's a lot of work. Uh-huh. I have to check everything that I'm thinking and address it. What? Who's going to do that? That's right. That's why not everybody gets the full testimony. Length of days, riches, honor. Are you seeing that? If you want all three, you have to do this. Whether you are a preacher, whether you are a gifted, anointed, anything, you have to do this. Just because you are a preacher doesn't mean you have to do you, you stop it. You have to do it. Everybody has to do this. Otherwise, 
your quota is gone. Hallelujah. Your, your thoughts are going to take away your testimony. They're going to steal from you. Amen. That's why we're studying it. It's a lot of work. It is war. In war, people die. People lose everything. Nations lose everything. If you don't stand, you will lose everything. You will lose everything. Think about that. You lose your family, you lose money, you lose property, you lose your life, you lose your name, you become a slave to somebody else. The nation that attacks you and wins over you will keep you in their pocket. That's war. This is the battle that you and I have to face. This is the war. And that's why, you know, people have to understand how important it is. If you check a normal church, just a regular church, you will see there are more women in the church than men. Have you noticed that? Because somehow, the men think that the war is outside. No, the war is not outside, it's inside. The men think, I have to go, man, I have to do things. Kelsaide, man, Kelsaide, Kelsaide, Inli. Oh, you girls go to church, use it down there. I have work to do. What work do you have? If you lose this, you lose everything. They don't understand that. That is why we look like fools studying this again and again and again and again. Because God said, this is how you win. God said, this is how you get your testimony. Not some person out there. God himself. Amen? And like I always say, I have passed 50 years of age. I don't want to mess things. I don't want to make a mess. I want to go forward. I want the whole testimony. And I believe you also want it. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we're doing these things. Every thought. Allah. Your channel. Man, that's too much. That's too much. But it's worth it. That's the price of the testimony. That's the price of long life. That's the price of cash. That's the price of having a good name. That's the price. If you don't do this, you don't get it. You get half half. You get one out of three, two out of three. But we want three out of three. Amen. Amen. If he said that you can have something that is more precious than gold, what does that mean? Gold will be there, but there is much more. Hallelujah. There is much more. And we believers, we preachers, we need to have everything. But there is war going on. And the devil is not going to allow you to just take it. He's going to fight you. How? Not with guns and mortars. He's going to fight you with thoughts. You have to deal with those thoughts. Every thought. So, tell me, if you have thoughts going on in your head, and you just keep quiet, what will happen? Thoughts will just keep going. Amen? But if you stop and open your mouth, hey, watch that. You challenge the thought. That's how it's done. Challenge the thought with those words that you've been speaking into your heart. Amen? I'm telling you, if you do that, you don't have to force anybody, you don't have to cheat anybody, you don't have to lie to anybody. The name will come, the wealth will come, the long life will come. That's what we want. Amen? God's way. But the world is so not used to it, that they think that if a Christian has these things, he must have cheated somebody. 
because they have not seen it yet. Now, more and more believers have to prove it, that you can get all the three. You can have all the three. Till the world gets used to it. Oh, those people, they are believers. Those ones, yes, they call themselves believers. They have everything. You see, the world has to see it like that. And the Bible says, the world must see it so much, the Jewish people must see it and say, wow, they're making us jealous. These people are better than us. Hallelujah. So, get ready. It's a war. And it's a daily war. Until you leave this earth, you have to fight it. You are not going on a holiday. You can go to Goa and still fight. You can go to Rome and London and still fight every day. While you are there, while you are traveling there also, you have to fight. Are you getting this? You can't take a vacation from it. You have to take war and battle to every thought. Every single thought. This is the wisdom of God. This is the wisdom of God. God is saying if you can handle this, you will handle the testimony of all three. You will live it. Amen. So, don't be moved. Praise God. You know, people may look at you and say you are some kind of idiot. But as long as God said it, that's enough. Amen. Hallelujah. So, imagine that you have to fight like this every day. So some things will not be so important to you. Right? Some things will not be so important. Some things will be more important. Hallelujah. Mukya. Some things will become important. Some people, you know, will look at you and say, why do you spend so much time reading your Bible, talking, speaking, constantly, again and again? Because you know there's a war going on. He has no idea there's a war. He's losing and he does not know. It will catch up with them. It will show up in their life. You cannot escape it. It will show. Guarantee. Positive and negative. It will come. Are you out there? So it is the wisdom of God to do this work. To fight this fight on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. Don't forget this. Keep it. Keep it with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright. Now, suppose somebody falls in this war and loses in this battle. What do we do? Hallelujah. Go with me to Galatians chapter 6. Look at verse 1. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. Let's hear it in Canada. Galatia Aru. Amen. Super. Amen. Amen. Trouble. He said if somebody falls in this battle, only strong spiritual people can help him. Are you seeing this? Only spiritual people can restore such a person. But they should do it humbly, knowing that they also can be tempted. They can also have sodhane. Are you getting this? While you are on this earth, everybody has sodhane. Amen. Allah. 
Amen. So if somebody falls in this battle, you have to re- respect that. You also can have so the neck. Are you seeing that? Keep that. Humbly, you should remember, you can also be receiving so that they next, and the next, and the next. But if there are strong people, you'll be able to pick up the person, dust them off, and make them continue. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there is a shortage of spiritual people. There are not many. That's why once you fall in the battle, instead of helping you, you're finished. Amen. Somebody said the church is the only place where they shoot their own wounded. You're wounded? How do you like that? You're in the war. Alright? People are falling down. And you say, oh, Nama Alpha. And you just go, what? What kind of battle is that? But that's church. I want you to understand this. That's how church is. Church is so behind because there are no spiritual people. If you are spiritual, you should know how to pick them up, dust them off, clean them up, set them again, and give them the battle. Say, hold it, man, hold it, hold it, one, two, three, charge! Amen. Praise the Lord. But you must do it in a way that you know you also can be tempted. So then they can come to you also next. Humbly. This is God. God said this. Not what you felt. Not what I felt. Not what everybody felt. What God said about it. Are you seeing this? This is vital. Considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Amen. And look at the next verse. Verse 2. Bear ye one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. Let's hear that in Canada also. Amen. Christana Niyama. This is the law of the Christ. He didn't say law of Jesus. He said law of Christ. What is law of Christ? Christ is anointed one, anointing. So the law of the anointing is to carry other people's burdens. Are you seeing that? When people say anointing, anointing, what is anointing for? To carry somebody else's burden. You cannot carry your own burden. That is too much. Then you carry another person's burden, how? And then you carry three, four people's burden, how? That is by the law of the anointing. Praise God. So if you say you're anointed and spiritual, you must be able to carry people's burdens and go. Not just your own bag and guns, but their bag, their guns, their helmet, everything, and you're going to fight. And you're all fighting at the same time. Are you out there? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is a short number, very few, not too many like that. So the body of Christ doesn't even know about these things. You will not hear these kind of things. Hardly will you hear these things. Are you out there? Now, look at verse 3. This is very interesting. Let's hear it in Kannada, please. Amen. See, in the middle of all this, 
you may think you are so great, that guy fell down. <laughs> no. He said, you think you are so great? You better be careful. You are fooling yourself. Because you are in the same army. If your guys... See, every believer is in the same army. You are not fighting against each other, by the way. We are all in the same army, but we are so messed up, we think that this guy is my enemy. Meanwhile, he's wearing the same uniform. And then you look at him, ha ha ha, you're finished. He's in the same army with you, man. Praise the Lord. So sometimes there's some, you know, there's some interesting proverbs. They say, if you have friends like this, who needs enemies? Have you heard like that? After our friends in there, you know, who needs enemies? Praise God. Are you seeing this? The church is so behind that they have not woken up. Their mind is so messed up. They don't know which way to go. They see everybody as an enemy. Ah, you are. Ah, I see. I'll show you. So you got a new car. I'll show you. I'll give you. We are in the same gang, man. If he gets a good car, clap for him. Hey, you got a car. That means... Praise God, my family is blessed. My war is winning. Hallelujah, we are winning this thing. Are you getting this? Let's pick ourselves up and think the right way. Praise God. Hallelujah. People fall because they are weak. People die in this war because they are weak. They are not strong. How do you get strong? Uta Mari. Salpa Uta. Seriai Marti and then exercise. All that is here. This is where the Uta is inside here. What are you thinking about? What are you speaking? That's the Uta. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And then you have to practice it. That's exercise. That's the exercise. But nobody wants to do that. We prefer to go to the gym. I go to the gym. But this one is more important than this. I'm telling you. Bodily exercise profits little. But godliness is profitable unto all things. Having the promise of the life that now is and that which is to come. Amen. You will find that in 1 Timothy 4.8. Let's see that. Yeah, there it is. Let's hear it in Canada. Sorry we're going so fast. Amen. See the life. Life now and life after. Is this not a good testimony? He has life instead of death. He has life instead of sickness. He has life instead of poverty. He has life. Praise God. He's profiting. He's profiting him. Why? Because he did exercise. What exercise? Godly exercise. What is godly exercise? What is going on inside here? It's a lot of work. It's a war and it's exercise. Two things that we don't like. When they say war has come, what will happen? Are you? Let's migrate. Everybody will leave India. Right? If they say, let's go to the gym. Now let's. Not today, please. 
Tomorrow, after I rest properly, I will come. No, now. Are you saying that? <laughs> but this is the one I'm talking about. Between the two years. If you are not ready to do that, how can you get the testimony? You must have length of days, riches and honor. All three. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why I'm wasting my time here. Is, am I wasting my time? No. What are you doing? Sumne, Bible study, this, that. Chumma, what's wrong with you, man? Go do some work, man. What? <laughs> you are in another planet. You have no idea, first of all, that there is a war going on. Second, you don't know that the war is inside your head. And third, you don't know you're supposed to use your words to fight this war. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I'm talking about the ideal situations. What is Mukya? Praise God. Let's go to verse 4. Same Galatians chapter 6. Oh, this is cool. Let's hear it in Canada first. But let every man, he said. Sorry, sister, I'm just so, you know. Aha. Did you see the words there? Kelsa. <laughs> Did you hear the Kelsa inside there? Huh? Sonta. Kelsa. Parishutra. You check. Check your own work, he says. So there is work. He says, check your own work, not somebody else's work. Check your own work. Amen. And if you are doing a good job, you can be happy without checking with somebody. Am I better than you? No, you don't. You check your work, you will be happy. Amen. But instead of that, we are checking somebody's work all the time. If you are sitting in the class and you are writing exams and you start looking like, what will happen? Finish. They say, hey, one more warning, you're getting out of this class, right? You suddenly became, you know, became a giraffe, you have a long neck and you're checking other people's work. He said, let every man test his own work. Check your own work. Check your own work. Santa Kelsa. Ali Nodi. Check there properly. Are you getting this? There's too much work. Too much work for one person. Then why you bothered about somebody else? Because you don't know there is work. You think you are free. You just, no. If you do your own work properly, you will be happy. How many of you remember when you used to study properly, you used to feel happy, right? Amen. If you study nicely in the evening, you will say, ha, I feel so good. Have you felt like that? Back in school days? Yeah, you feel so good, man. That is where the joy is supposed to come. From your Santa Kelsa. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if you see people that are not looking so excited, they are not doing their own work. That's why. Check your own work. Prove your own work. Examine your own work. You will get the satisfaction. Ah, And results will come. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you see this is a very short people, number of people is a minority. We must increase that number. We must make it popular. How? By proving it. When people see it in your life, they say, 
That's the deal, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's the life I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Can you see that? Hallelujah. So, up till now, we've understood something. There's something called the heart. That is where the deep thoughts are. That's where the war is. That's where the work is. That's where rejoicing comes from. Amen. Hallelujah. That's clear. Amen. So, let's go on. If you are now wanting to succeed and get the full testimony, length of days, riches and honor, if you want all three, your heart must be alright. What do you think? Your spirit is fine, it's like Jesus, you're born again, you're on your way to heaven, but for the testimony on the earth, your heart has to be fine. Amen? You have to make sure it is workable all the time. Your work is good inside. Your internal work is good. God judges things inside faster than things outside. Are you getting this? God judges things inside faster than things outside. Why? Because God sees in secret and rewards openly. God is the God of the inside, the secret place. What is going on in secret will come out. So be careful what's going on between your two ears. It's very powerful. Amen. Now, if you know that, you need mercy, right? How many of you need mercy? <laughs> I need mercy, man. You need mercy? We need mercy. How much mercy? All that I can get. <laughs> I need all the mercy that I can get. And so, you know, you will learn how to receive mercy from God. I need mercy, Lord. I need mercy. But God has one problem. He says, if you learn how to receive mercy, then you have to give mercy also. Are you out there? Hallelujah. So, these are internal things. These are hard things. This is where testimony comes from. Hallelujah. Let's jump in today. You know, somehow I don't have my watch with me and I don't have no clock, that's wrong. So I don't know, let's just be going. <laughs> but we'll try to be, you know, I'll be checking watches here and there, don't worry. <coughs> Excuse me. So, in this uh, respect, let's go to Matthew chapter 18. Matai Sushesha Hadinantu. Amen. And. Uh, Muppat Aidu. Last verse. Adarantee, Nimbali Pratiopano, Udupakali, Tana Sahodarana Pano, Shamikate Bodare, Paraloka the Nilua, Nana Tandeu, Nimake, Hariye Marvano, Mandalo. Hallelujah. Paraloka Tanda. He has a way of doing things. This is what he will do if you don't do this, he sent. What? Do what? Look at the previous verse. Verse 32, verse 33 and 34. Should you not have had pity and mercy on your fellow attendant as I had pity and mercy on you? And in his wrath, his master turned him over to the torturers <laughs> till he paid what was due. How do you like that? Let's hear that in Kannada. It must be very dramatic, I'm sure. Hallelujah. 
ಅವರನ್ನು ಸಂಕಟಪಡಿಸುವವರಿಗೆ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಿದರು Did you hear that? It seems that God has some people who are the same as jailers. That if you don't know how to forgive, He will give you to those guys, they will give you nicely until you pay the full amount of forgiveness. Are you seeing this? This is pretty scary, isn't it? Amen. If God has given you so much mercy, if you don't give others, He'll send you to the jailers and He'll give you some trashing. It's not a good testimony to get a trashing, man. I don't know who those fellows are in the first place. <laughs> I really don't know who those jailers are. You know, uh, Amplified Version calls them jailers. This one calls it tormentors. Another version says torturers. What is torture? <laughs> Can you imagine what is torture? They'll tie your hands and your legs, stretch you like this. They'll wind something and push you nicely and then hit you and turn you over and hit you then put a thing and roll on you so that you must pay the full thing will you pay the full thing? yes, I pay what are you going to pay? mercy will you forgive them? yes, I will forgive them I will never come here again <laughs> it's kind of funny but it's scary, isn't it? I didn't say it. If you have a Bible, it is in red letters. Jesus said it. It's the red letters. It's the Jesus letters. This is creepy. Hallelujah. So I, I, I say I like grace, but I like mercy. I think I like mercy more than grace. I often talk about mercy. I talk about grace because it's Grace Chapel, we are familiar with some things. But I'm telling you, brother, sister, I like mercy a lot. Amen. Amen. So I, I, I don't want to just start cutting mercy off people. I like to put mercy on them and mercy on them and mercy on them until it's not my fault. It's your fault. Are you understanding this? Hallelujah. Now, this whole Matthew is a very interesting chapter. You know, Matthew 18 there. If you back up a little bit, go towards, you know, um, verse 21. Uh, no, back up some more, sorry. Verse uh, 15 is, if a person, let's go there. Verse 15. If your brother wrongs you, and you tell him his fault between you and him alone and if he hears you you gain your brother it seems let's hear that in in kannada ithallade ninna samodaranu ninage yodavagi tappu maanidare neenu avannu vaatha iruvaga avana tappannu avanige tilisu avanu ninna maatharu kelidare neenu ninna samodaranu Sahodra, you you, you saved him. You got him. If he says yes, you go and meet him. You did me something wrong, man. If he says, no, 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 I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Then you may not be able to save your brother. Are you out there? But if he says, yes, tap to save, pa. Okay, you can save your brother. 
Are you all? Are you, are you seeing this? Alright, suppose he's still saying, I didn't do anything. What do you do next? Look at the next verse. That's verse 16. If he will not hear you, take two or three. Isn't it? Take two or three or four or whatever. Two or more. That's what he's saying. So that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Let's hear that in Kannada. Amen. So you take two people, three. God is very, very concerned about two or three witnesses. Very concerned about it. If he does not agree, take some two, two witnesses or three witnesses. If he still says, no, 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 I didn't do anything. Then what do we do? Next verse. If that guy does not listen to the two or three and he's still holding on to that, tell the church it seems. If he doesn't listen to the church, then he's anyan. In Malayalam, anyan means brother, but this is anyan. Now, I don't, I don't think we should get to that point where they become like, ah, okay, pa, anyan. Praise God. But there's a lot, there's a lot. Can you see that? The person must be ready to say, before it becomes two, three people. With the one person, you must be ready. Otherwise, it becomes public. You see, if you deal with the matter directly, it will never go public. Are you understanding this? If you deal with the matter privately, it will never go public. Why should you wait and wait and wait till the whole place hears about it? Why? Finish it one on one. Sorry, Pa, I messed up. It's okay. Alright. Hallelujah. It happens in the church. Nobody will know your problems. There will be no prophecy about your problem if you deal with it quietly. I'm telling you. It will never become a prophecy. You did this, you did that. God is telling me, you did this, you did that. It will never happen. If you deal with it simply before God and your neighbor, finish it, it's finished. Are you getting this? I like God. Don't you like God? But if you're a stubborn guy, you're headstrong, the whole place will hear about it. That's the problem. Amen. And when everybody hears about it, who will help that person now? If you go and touch him and say, you and him are same. That is why you are there. Same time. Same to say. Ha. Jodek. Jodi. They are the same. That's why he's helping him. He's the same as that fellow. So you have to be strong to come and slowly pick the guy. There's a war going, man. Get ready. Come, let's go. Let's go. You hold him like this 
and say, point the gun, come, let's go, let's go, keep fighting, man. Hallelujah. Why? You want the testimony. Length of days, riches and honor. You want everything. Don't you want everything? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, look at uh, Peter. Now, this is uh, verse 17. After this kind of story, Peter came up with one line. Okay? You must hear it in verse 21. And Peter came. See that? Let's hear it in Canada. Uh-huh. Amen. Let's see that. You see, he says, then, after the whole story, then Peter came. Uh, I see. So, how many times should I forgive this person? See, he began to understand there is a pressure coming on you to forgive. That is what we a salah. Uh, I must pay some salah now. I must pay. You see, you have a salah. You have a debt to forgive. Are you getting this? Because Jesus forgave. So the salah is upon us. Now you have to forgive. Are you getting it? So Peter understood. Uh, one plus one, two. Uh, now salah is coming to me. Eshta salah beko. Onda, eruda, ela. Jesus, mother. No, not that. Seven. <laughs> this guy is good, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Seven times. Then what did Jesus say? Verse 22. Jesus answered him. Let's hear it in Kannada. <laughs> seven times seventy. That's four hundred and ninety. What? That's too much salah, man. Come on. That much? Okay, which do you prefer? Go to jail, torture us, or will you pay the salah? I think I'll do the salah. <laughs> I'm salah. One salah, two salah, three salah, four hundred ninety times salah. Are you understanding this? Amen. Because God's biggest investment was mercy. Isn't it? Jesus is the only one who says, Come. I will give you mercy. Come, come, come. He opened his hand like this in front of the whole world. Nobody else. Only Jesus. He has the money for that. Our kita beko. Amen. He has it. He has that wealth of mercy. He is full of it. He is rich in mercy, the Bible says. He is loaded with mercy. Come, I will pay to you. I will give you. And once you get it, you better pay. How many times should I pay? Seven times? He said, ah, seven, not bad, yeah. At least you didn't stop after two and three. Seven, ah, not bad, but I'm telling you something. 490. What? 490? 490? What? I'm bankrupt. I don't have that kind of money. I don't have that kind. Jesus is saying, you have it because he gave it to you. Hallelujah. Now, jump with me. Same kind of story over in Luke 17. Are you getting something today? I'm getting something. Luke 17. Luke chapter 17. Hallelujah. Now, look at the same kind of story. 
ಶಮಿತ್ 
ಕೊಡಿಸಿ ಆಗ ನಿಮಗೂ ಶಂಕಿಸಲ್ಪಡುವುದು ಕೊಡಿಸಿ ಆಗ ನಿಮಗೂ ಕೊಡಲ್ಪಡುವುದು So what is he talking about? He's talking about giving. Forgiveness is something you give. It's in the same word, forgive. <laughs> you need faith to give. How many of you know that you can just put any money in the bag, isn't it? But if you really want to do something, you have to get some faith and uh, not look at tomorrow and then uh, give, right? God said, my God shall supply all my needs. So, uh, right? Hallelujah. To give mercy requires faith. You have to be a faith person. If you go by feeling, which is opposite of faith, you won't give any. Are you getting it? Oh, this guy must suffer, man. I'm going to show you. I'm not giving you anything. But if you say, I believe God that I can give and give and give. And also, I don't want to go to jail and the torturers. <laughs> Amen. Please. I don't want to go there. So help me to give mercy and give mercy and give mercy. Hallelujah. That is, if the person says, I have sinned. If he does not agree, then you must move to the next level and the next level and then say, Anya. Bye. Bye. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> Praise God. But we should not be like that. That is the worst case. Are you out there? So what do we do? We must pray for that person. that the thing will change and adjust and they will say manipur tapasaita praise god otherwise you can't help the person because they are okay i'm alright hey meanwhile tamar one hand is gone one leg is gone and they, i'm okay ella okay ella okay what i see man you are not okay you have serious problems you're not okay let me help you i'm okay what you're okay you're not okay look at you are you understanding this yeah no 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 i'm okay i'm okay you're not okay all right i'll pray for you till you say i'm not okay then i can come and help you right say amen somebody yeah. but we have a salah to pay Mercy, 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 mercy. Be careful because you also can be tempted. You also can get into trouble. Be careful. Hallelujah. All this is in between your ears. Nobody is seeing outside. This is going inside. Daily, 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 daily. Every day is happening. Why should you have mercy? Why should you give mercy? Why don't you show them? Why don't you cut them down? is happening but you know ah i must pay lord you gave me mercy i must give mercy right hallelujah hallelujah is this easy it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy at all it's tough it's a war it's a battle hallelujah but for us we must be all right our heart must get some writing inside it must not be full of other things 
You must wipe the board and write the good things. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at Proverbs chapter 4. Like I said, I don't know the time. I checked it. One hour is up. Okay, so what did I say now? Ah, Proverbs chapter 4. Look at the uh, verse 23, I believe. Proverbs 4, 23. Aha. Uh-huh. Let's hear it in Canada, please. Aha. Uh-huh. Look at that. Jiva. Some things are coming from inside. From inside orge. Are you seeing that? So you must watch it carefully. Your heart must be watched over. Because from there, jiva stop. Life things are coming out. Not death, life. So don't pollute it. Make sure that it's flowing well, nicely. Don't put other things inside. Are you out there today? We have work to do. But it's inside. You see, between your ears, your thoughts. That is the heart. That is the place. Amen? Otherwise, instead of life, some other thing comes up. And it pains us. It hurts us. So you have to guard it all the time. You have to check every thought. You must grab the yochana by the Hey, come here. What is this? You are not going inside. Customs check. Hallelujah. What are you carrying with you? Out man. Like that we have to deal with it. Because we want the testimony of life. Length of days, riches, honor. We want everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can you see that? This is powerful. This is Jesus. This is the real thing. Hallelujah. Amen. So we we have to uh, proceed in this direction. We have to go in this direction. Amen. Now, Jesus teaches us everything. In Jesus' eyes, there are two all the time. For instance, faith and love, they are twins. Faith and patience, they are twins. There are some twins like that. Have you heard about those twins? Alright. You know, so there are some twins that Jesus talks about all the time. And there's another pair of twins. that Those twins are called hardness of heart and unbelief. They go together. They are twins also. Hardness of heart and unbelief. We're going to settle that for a minute. Let's jump off there. It's already 9 o'clock, but I'm going to put some small tax on you. Some, you know, just a few minutes. Amen? Because you can't go home just like that now. Let's finish this and then go. Um, So, we have to talk about this. Let's go to Matthew. No, Mark 16. Marcos Suishesha. Adinaru. Right there, and then let's see verse six, uh, verse fourteen. Yeah. Afterwards, he appeared unto the eleven <laughs> as they sat at meat and upbraided them. Let's hear it in Canada first. <coughs> Excuse me. Pantale, 
Aha, Gadarsi. He blasted them. He didn't say, ah, nice, good. No, he gave them a firing because they did not believe. First he sent, he, he, he appeared to one person, this woman called Mary Magdalene, out of whom seven devils came out. Okay? And she went and told her, Jesus is alive, he's alive forever, he's alive, amen, he's alive, amen. They said, he's alive, it's alive, Jesus is not alive, it's alive. Amen? Then he came to two of them, and he said, see, I'm alive. And they went and met the remaining and said, he's alive, Jesus is alive forever, he's alive, amen. And they said, no, nothing like that. Then when 11 of them were sitting there, Jesus came there himself. He said, see, 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 it's me. Did you see that? And what, what did he say? He said, I sent one guy, then I sent two people. <laughs> you think that's all cool? He said, that's rubbish. You're supposed to handle this. It's called hardness of heart and unbelief. Hardness of heart and unbelief, they always go together. Hardness of heart, unbelief, they go together. Praise God. Don't forget that. Hardness of heart and unbelief. After this statement, you know, he said, now go into all the world. <laughs> Immediately after, he said, I don't have to keep appearing to you. Hold it, man. Hold it. Amen. But notice the twins. Hardness of heart, unbelief. So if you are looking for one, you can find the other and you will know that one is also there. For instance, Matthew 19 is about marriage. They said, on Sunday I talked about that, you know, why did Moses give us, you know, the ability to write a bill of divorcement? King James said, you know. Why did Jesus, Moses tell us, he said, that's because of the hardness of your heart. Amen. Look at verse um, 7 and 8. Let's hear that in Canada. Verse 7 and then 8. Amen. First time it was never like that. But after Adam's sin, all of us, we get hardness. Hardness. It keeps coming. And according to Hebrews 3, it comes every day. Hardness comes. Hardness comes. Divorce money. That's how it comes. Are you getting this? It's very interesting. <laughs> it's funny but it's very interesting. Hardness comes. Along with hardness there's another twin. Unbelief. So, I don't believe that men and women were supposed to live like this. Hey, I can marry three, I can marry four. Hey, come on man, what y'all? We have problems man, we must have women, what y'all? 
No, beginning it was not like that. What happened? Fall happened and hardness started coming. Every day hardness came. Every day unbelief came. It came and packed and packed and packed till you finally say, wife is not so special. Marriage is not so special. What is marriage, man? Come on, yeah. Just one paper, man. Just write another paper, finish. Jesus said it was not so from the beginning. Why are we looking at beginning? Because that's original. That is the good plan. You live forever. Adam and Eve were just living. Living. 930 years he lived. He was just living. Living. Until sin. He would have kept living. Life. He had the whole earth. Wealth. He had a good name. Who's Adam? Oh, Adam. He's the original man. Are you seeing this? He had the whole thing. Marriage. Hardness of heart, unbelief. You see, when you look at a wife, you only think about uh, because you are not loving her properly. But God said, why are you not loving her properly? Do you know why? Because of hardness of heart. You know why? Because of unbelief. You did not know that it's connected to faith. You have to believe. That's my wife. As Christ loved the church, I must love her. As Christ gave everything, I must give. How many of you are seeing something here? They go together. They go together. They go together. There is only one sugar in your tea that is your wife. Hallelujah. That's why it is a sugar, sugar. Honey, honey, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. There's nobody else. That's the original plan. Otherwise, don't marry. Be married to Jesus only. If you can. If you can. Don't let anybody force you. If you love Jesus so much, you want to work for Jesus only, you want to love Jesus only, hokey, no problem. But later, don't come and say this and that. Amen. Amen. Now the bus has gone. I can't change my mind. What will happen? No, don't say all that later. Later, don't bring all those stories. Say amen somebody. Amen. When you see husband and wife walking like, don't say, yo, I missed it, man, chef. Don't say all that. that Are you understanding what I'm saying here? But in order for it to work properly, guess what? You need faith. Amen. And especially, we're going to come to this and close. (laughs) You make sure there's no unbelief. You make sure there's no hardness of heart. Amen. Now let's break into that as we close. Finally, he's closing. Yes, I'm closing. Amen. Are you getting something here? Hallelujah. You think we should close? Yes, we must close. You have your life to do. You have all these things to do. It's very important. Amen. We are not living in some kind of strange place. No, we are living on the earth. And there are things to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have to do what we have to do. Praise God. So as we were saying, this combination of hardness of heart and unbelief, they go together. Amen. 
And so if you are not finding one, look for the other, you will see it also. Praise God. You may have to do that as homework, you know, Hebrews 3, you can read it privately. But let's jump off to something as we close. Mark. Mark chapter 6. This would be very interesting if you can see the whole story. Verse 49 says, But when, when they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and raised up a deep throaty shriek of terror. You know, Amplified says that. They saw Jesus walking on the water. They were like, Ah! It's a ghost! Boot, Alright? Hallelujah! For they all saw him and were agitated, troubled, you know, and filled with fear and dread. But immediately he talked with them and said, Take heart, I am. Stop being alarmed and afraid. Let's hear that in Canada also. One sec. Hallelujah. Dairia. It's me. Amen. Then the Bible says, He got into the boat with them. Amen. See verse 51. He went up into the boat with them and the wind ceased. Wow. As if exhausted by its own beating. And they were astonished exceedingly beyond measure. Let's hear that in Canada. Much, much surprise. Amen. And then God says, this was the problem. Look at the problem. Verse 52. For they failed to consider and understand the teaching and the meaning of the miracle of the laws. In fact, their hearts had become callous, hard, dull, lost its power of understanding. What? Which kind of surgeon is this that looks and sees the real problem? Let's hear him color. Did you see that? So this scene is happening just after the multiplication of the bread. They had finished eating it, and then they see Jesus walking on water. Oh, what's going on? And then Jesus steps into the boat, and suddenly everything calms down, and they're like, Archariam, Archariam, Archariam. And Jesus said, Really? The problem why you are saying Archariam, Albudam is because of hardness and unbelief. What does this mean? That means when some miracles happen, you are not just supposed to say, Ayo, Archariam, Archariam. You are supposed to say, Hmm, Jesus can do this. Are you seeing that? You are not supposed to be shocked and say, Ayo, Devare! You are supposed to say, I am a disciple, Pa. He can multiply the bread. He can do this. What is hard for Jesus? He can do anything. Did you get that? So when you become archerian and surprised and wow, what's the problem? Heart is hard. 
and unbelief is there because you forgot the previous things that Jesus has done. Isn't that interesting? How does hardness and unbelief come? Because you forgot what he has done before. If you remember what he has been doing, this is nothing for him. So what is Jesus saying? Is he saying, you must not say, praise the Lord, what a wonderful thing you have done. That's not what he's saying. But you should not be shocked and surprised. Oh my God, oh wow. You must say, praise the Lord, Jesus is doing it again. He's going to do some more. He did it yesterday. He did it last year. He's going to do it again and again. Amen. So anytime you forget what he has done before, Hardness comes. Unbelief comes. So always remember what He has done for you. Amen. Always thank Him. Bless Him. Think about it. Constantly. What does this has He done for you? Huh? What does Jesus do for you? You must say, devil, He saved me. He delivered me. He provided for me. He gave me a good wife. He gave me children. He's taken care of me. I have breath. My heart is beating. It's always beating. It's consciously beating. Are you getting this? Are you understanding what I'm saying here? Amen. Amen. So I needed to say that so that you will understand what hardness and unbelief are actually. Amen. So if you can see this, when you treat people hard, when you don't love them, when you don't show them mercy, when you don't believe the best, your heart is becoming hard and unbelief is coming. And because of that, it starts affecting your faith. It starts affecting how you handle devils, sickness, financial problems, everything. Because Jesus said, why does this devil not go out? They asked him. You remember? This devil is not going out. Why? He said, because of your unbelief. Remember that? Let's finish with that. Since we are already on the topic, I'm not going to leave you like that. Shall we read that also? Matthew 17. Matthew chapter 17. And I think somewhere around verse 8 or so, somewhere there. Let me, let me get it. Matthew 17. Because Jesus can come tonight and that will be the end. You say, oh, you didn't get that class, huh? I thought Pastor Michael would teach you something, man. What? Didn't you teach them? Uh, sorry, Lord, I was looking at the clock. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, this is verse 17. And then you can notice there, uh, Lord, why, why, did, why did we not cast him out? I think it's 21, right? 19 and 20. The disciples came to Jesus and asked privately, why could we not drive it out? What a question. Let's hear that in Kannada. What does that mean? It means I was doing it before. What happened today? Why? 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 Why did it happen? And then he said it like this, 20, he said to them, because of, let's hear it, you know, in Canada first. 
ಸಾಧ್ಯವೇ ಕಾಲಷ್ಟು ನಂಬಿಕೆ ನಿಮಗಿರುವ ಜಾಗದಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಈ ಬೆಟ್ಟಕ್ಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲಿಂದ ಆ ಸ್ಥಳಕ್ಕೆ ಹೋಗು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದರೆ ಅದು ಹೋಗುವುದು ಮತ್ತು ಯಾವುದೂ ನಿಮಗೆ ಅಸಾಧ್ಯವಾಗಿರುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಯು ನೋ ವಾಟ್ ಈ ಸೆಟ್ he said if you have this much faith you will say to sickness poverty anything go it will go this much but he said the problem is not that you don't have this much the problem is the unbelief the hardness of heart that's the problem he said if you have this much clear one you can move anything did you hear that this much even of faith pure clear you can just kick the devil and move mountains and change everything but the problem is every day unbelief hardness it comes and that big faith doesn't do anything so can you see why it's important what we are talking about right now when you cannot forgive when you cannot love when you cannot bless when you cannot do these things your own ability to speak to the problems and mountains of life is reduced the devil will say i'm not going anywhere i command you in jesus name hold on hold on hold on he says like aha um praise god I must go and fast. I must go and pray. He said, "Yes. What are you supposed to fast? Make your heart soft again. Tender, merciful. Meditate on things that will not harden your heart. And then you speak with this much faith, devils will run." Hallelujah. Bless bless God. Thank you Jesus. Worship you Lord 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 Lord for our own sake for our own safety because we are in the army of the Lord because we are involved in warfare help us today Lord to keep our heart with all diligence with all care so that hardness doesn't come in unbelief doesn't come in so that we can stand and deal with the challenges of life and kick them out in Jesus name in Jesus name sickness will not be a problem finances will not be a problem anything out there will not be a problem because that little faith that tiny grain of faith can move everything if we can speak it clearly without a hindrance in our heart i believe as you are saying lord we will not be surprised we will say yes it's supposed to be like this it must be like this it's coming to pass like this we will have length of days riches and honor we will have the full testimony in the mighty name of jesus we give you praise we give you thanks lord it's happening right now we are receiving the instruction we're receiving the wisdom about the matter in the name of jesus and with wisdom and understanding lord there will be a flow of length of days riches and honor in jesus name we have decided we have decided to pay to pay forgiveness to pay mercy again and again as much as jesus can give we want to give 
give it also. Because the wisdom from above is full of mercy. Full of mercy. Full of mercy. Full of mercy. Hallelujah Lord. We bless We praise you today. We worship you today. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Lord. We leave the benefit. Our life will never be the same. Never, never, never. The, never the same again. We are going to be strong. We're going to fight this battle. We're going to every day. We're going to catch every thought and make it bow in the name of Jesus. We are going to walk in the victory in the name of Jesus. You are a faithful God. You will do what you say. We are expecting our Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. Today, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I saw a leg, I don't know if it's a right leg, but I saw a leg, has some problem with the leg, the whole leg. If that is you, who, whoever that is, the mercy of God wants to touch you. Then another thing I saw was eyes, I don't know if they're itching or some problem with your eyes. Those two things, if it's any of you, I'd like to pray with you right now. Hallelujah. Kala, eyes, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak to the eyes, Lord. You showed me those eyes. Be healed, be whole and sound. Every itchy, puffy thing disappear in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I speak life. I speak healing and restoration. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be whole and sound now. Be free now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your leg, right leg. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your mercy right now. Working in that leg. Lord, you showed me the leg. Let the mercy flow right now. Restore completely. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be whole and sound. Free from this moment. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you that it's done. Thank you that it's fixed, it's settled. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Eyes itching. In Jesus' name. Eyes be made whole right now. I rebuke that condition. In Jesus' name. Be whole, be sound, be free. From this instant. Jesus' name. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for soundness there. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mercy, Lord, flow into his legs right now. In the name of Jesus. Free. Thank you, Lord, that faith is working. The power of heaven is working. Jesus paid for it. It's flowing now. In Jesus' name. It's flowing now. In Jesus' name. Whole and sound in Jesus' name. Whole and sound in Jesus' name. From this instant. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your mercy today. Thank you for your mercy today. Thank you for your mercy today. Thank you for those symptoms disappear completely in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you thanks right now. In Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for marriages. I thank you for heavens. 
partners coming to your people in Jesus name the right partner the right marriage and marriage issues be settled in Jesus name all hardness of heart all unbelief disappear in the name of Jesus we give you praise we give you thanks in Jesus name amen amen hallelujah thank you so much we'll, we'll receive the uh, Wednesday night offering it's time to give hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Give, and it shall come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together, and running over. Give, and it shall come back to you. As you give, give to the Lord. Oh, give, and it shall come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together, and running over. Give. And it shall come back to you as you give, give to the Lord. Oh, give, and it shall come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together and run it over. Give, and it shall come back to you as you give, give to the Lord. As you give, give to the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Father. It's coming. It's coming to us. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. You are making it happen today. Thank you, Lord. We mix it with faith. We mix it with love. We mix it with mercy. And we receive. Angels, work with us. We receive the properties. We receive the vehicles. We receive the increase. We receive the abundance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.